you know the other I think rooms? we give up in marriage too quick though. And I and I'm speaking as a divorce guy. What are gunshots on here? <laughs> like, as, as a divorce guy, I'm, I'm actually saying I think we do give up really quickly. Mm. Yeah. I gotta go find this part now. Knee alone and Jeezy. Just, are we on? Yeah, we live. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I'll never tell we actually on, but I'm gonna say someone one day that's gonna be and I'm so offensive. Look, before we get there, absolutely. But Mike does see all the cameras pointed to us, towards him. It's like Vlad. Well, I, I, I gotta know, like, when are we? Did you even hit the thing? Yeah. Oh shit! All right. <laughs> yeah, that's would have been my fault. Then can't even blame Gail. Well, it's gonna get clipped at uh once the video start. Then it intro the podcast. Actually, the podcast starts right now. Here we go. My father is amazing, black man. And I'm surrounded by other amazing black men. My father-in-law is an amazing black man. And my grandfathers on both sides were amazing black men. None who have been in prison. None who have other children outside of outside families. None of these stereotypes that you're talking about who don't who don't want to be with black women. Who preach on this. Stand up, work hard, women, ambitious, and God-fearing men. Mm really pissed off by what i'm hearing i've sat here and i've sat here and i've sat here trying to hold my tongue and listen to your argument but you guys are being highly disrespectful not only to the men that are watching this show but to the men that are on this panel right now my father mm. is amazing hold on hold on let's give us some air horns um where you want to start with that I mean, I think that this is what our press kit should be, you know, as black men. And I appreciate sister actually going on. That's um, from the Lapeef Network um, going on there and actually saying like, hey, you know, I don't know these dudes that y'all talking about because majorly we're not we're not these terrible dudes. So, no, big ups to her, man. Big ups to all the black men listening right now, man. Y'all are the SEAL Team 6 of black of men on the planet. Absolutely. So there is this negative press kit. Yes. <laughs> a black man. And I am here to ask whose fault is that? And oh man. Because I'm I'm willing to go on the limb. And I'm willing to say it's men's fault. Well, I mean, ultimately it, it, it always falls back to men, right? Like you I mean it, you know, get down to the foundation of it. Yeah. But, you know, we were taught a different way. We were taught, you know, like, hey, all things being equal, everything's going to be the same, and how you treat people is how people are going to treat you. I think that's our biggest mistake. Like we were taught that you know if we're benevolent, that we're going to get benevolency back, and that's just never been the case in this country. True, but we was taught that by men. Yeah, by we were other black we were. men. So, cause I look at it and I'm like, bruh, I look at it and it's like, I get tired of the looking at women and like, oh my goodness. They, they got this bad, you know, when they pull out our stats, when they pull out our sheet, this is our sheet, and this is what women run with. But it's like, damn, like, dudes don't speak up. Dudes um, don't give back. You know what I'm saying? I hear it a lot of times, especially in my, like, with my generation about, like, yo, the, the guys, the men before us, like, reach back and say, yo, let's help. And it's like a lot of the generations before, because, like, now my generation, we reach back. Like no matter what nobody want to say, we look at the young kids and it's like, yo, what are you doing? What's, what? But a lot what of like? what was created in our community was the ideal of gatekeeping, right? Like even if you look yeah. at um, everyone coming out of post reconstruction, right? Um, and then you have like the fraternities and sororities being created, right? It it, it started creating this idealism of the the half blacks and the half not blacks, right? Mm -hmm. So we was already separated, um, college educated versus uneducated. You know, what school you went to versus what school I went to. So it was already just this fractured, you know, arena. And the only thing that really brought us together was that trying to end the apartheid. But once we got rid of that battle of ending the apartheid, I mean, and then all your warriors are killed off, right? You know, Fred Hamptons, Dr. Newton, Dr. King, Malcolm X, Mega Evers, the list goes on and on and on, right? Yeah. Once you get rid of like all the leaders in the community after that, that final battle, then. I, I, I sort of give men a, a, a little bit of a pass of like, we didn't really have any leadership coming out of the 60s, 70s, and 80s of what direction we should head in as black men. Mm. Every And every other society has, has pretty much had that. Now, it could be argued that, you know, if you look at um, white governments now, right, most of these governments are led by very, very old 
white men, the actual patriarchy. Mm-hmm. And they have not raised their leaders behind them. But we would have had our leaders. We would have been fine. And I think they saw that coming. And it was just like, well, let's just eviscerate all of the leaders. I mean, you, you, can, you can even go, you know, back to 20, what was that, 2016 Ferguson? Yeah. Aaron Seals is probably one of the, was probably one of the biggest names of black men that was coming up at the time. And then, of course, you know, he's just happenstancely murdered as well. Yeah. So I, I do think that, you know, there's a reemergence of black men and black pride. But to take on the machine, I think most black men are like, you know, it has to be more chess now. This, this is not run out in the well, streets. Well, yeah, I get that. But that ain't y'all generation doing that, though. And I think that's what I'm getting to. Like, I literally look at my 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 fellas, my guys, my age group, and it's like, all right, we willing to get back out there. And I look at, we got a big fuck you from y'all generation. No, y'all me. did. Yeah, no, we, we totally did. No, and if no you y'all don't, didn't. Y'all, I, well, hold on. Let me get yeah. it out. That's, that's <laughs> the fuck you right there. It's like, when I say it, it's like, yo, let me cut you off. Let me not even let you get that out. Like, nah, y'all did that. When we was coming up, it wasn't like y'all pulling nobody to the side. Now, maybe it's because y'all was trying to figure out stuff because of what happened before y'all. But it's like you y'all can't do you can't tell me that an older black man did not tell you, hey Gavin, stay out of these streets. You can't tell me that an older black man not did from not y'all tell generation. You, Nigga, I told you. No, you didn't. You met me at twenty. <laughs> I, and, and, I, and, I, and I told you to settle down, was, stay ass, stay ass, and in, 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 out of trouble. Don't come out here doing doing this dumb shit. So, but let's be fair. Even with me, you met me at twenty. I wasn't doing none of that, though. dude. You had the influence, but you of still my had father. My inf- but you still had the influence because you met my brother, right? Absolutely. Who, who I, you met me at nineteen. Yeah, who who I you know put him on game of things what Absolutely. to do and not to do. I have all my 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 younger cousins. Like, look, we didn't we didn't we didn't give y'all a fuck you. What happened was. Y'all did come up way. Y'all had a a lot softer upbringing than what we had, so it wasn't a lot to relate to. That's the fuck you right there. No, it's not. It's not. It's not it, no, because you diminishing no, what I'm saying, and it, it's no, like, I'm oh, not, y'all I'm grew not, up softer. I'm, I'm not diminishing it because what you got to understand is that in the '80s, if you lived in a rural area or inner city area, that your school had just been integrated ten years prior. Absolutely. Well, hold on, hold on. Now I'm with you. you because when when we went to school as five year olds, right, and we had people that was sixteen to seventeen year old that was in school with us, they was literally coming out of an apartheid. That was a different environment. So the way that we grew up, when we got to a place where you know we had schools that were integrated, right? You had schools that were bust because you got to understand. I grew up in the eighties, right? There Absolutely. were still court cases in the eighties of busting into communities. Fact. So so it wasn't this environment that you know, like you guys never had to experience busing. You guys never had to experience whether or not you had computers in your classroom or not, or if you had computer keyboard classes in your you know okay. in your school or not if your school had to be integrated or not redlining had already been taken care of by the time you guys came along so a lot of shit that you guys just be like man we have it we had it rough like no our generation is like yo a lot of it we just didn't relate to well okay let's be clear i never said we had it rough i never said that no but you're saying that I said that your generation gave us a big fuck you. No, and we didn't I, give you a, a big fuck you. It so, was nothing to relate to you. Okay. Everything that had been done prior, right? Like we had we had to go to schools. We had to we had to crush these these state standardized tests. We had to take the LSATs and the SATs, right? We had yeah. we had to get to a point to where as like, all right, for your generation, it was normalized, right? It was normalized when your generation came around to start taking practice tests and practice LSAT and all those things. The generation prior to you built that foundation. Y'all just didn't show up and was just these amazing, you know, millennials and Gen Z's. So here's the problem. I think a lot of people get millennials confused with Gen Z's. We grew up with some of, if not most of the stuff y'all grew up in and we learned to adapt. And it was in a lot of our lives once the Gen Z's came in. So what I'm talking about, I'm not even talking about you giving me the technology, the the history, and I get all that. But what I'm saying is when we look at whether it's music and when you have artists saying, yo, the, the guys who came before me who had the trash deals, who n- nobody sat me down to say, yo, this. When we're talking about, when we're talking about living, we're talking about the housing market, we're talking about education. It was a lot of, yo, y'all can do it. Even, even to this today, when we looking around, it's a lot of, yo, Let's distance ourselves from these men. Let's get away from these men. It's not even like, yo, let's get there. And it gets blamed on a lot of, and I'm not saying it's valid or not valid. It's a getting blamed on, yo, we didn't have this. We're trying to figure it out. We trying to be these type of men. I'm just saying, 
from the dudes who I talk to, and I encourage you to go speak to the guys of our generation and say, yo, do you feel like the men before your your generation reach back? They're going to tell you no. And if they don't, what they're going to tell you is they're going to describe the men. And you're going to realize they are the boomers or the generation right before yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, but I mean that, but that, that's always somewhat of the case, right? Like I always say that the worst generation is the boomer generation. I don't look at the generation that's behind me and it's like, okay, well, what are they going to do? What they're going to do to make my life better, right? That's not that's not y'all job. Right, that's the generation okay. ahead of me, John. So, do you think y'all did that first? I say, yeah, I think we, I think we trailblaze a lot of different things. Now, here's the thing: if you want shit to be soft, and I say we trailblaze, yo, if we took down all the trees and we pulled up all the rocks, well, shit, that's still a muddy path that you got to travel, right? Yeah, we've cleared it for you, but no, we haven't made it to whereas you could just hop on the interstate and go where you want to go. That may be your job for the next generation. And I'm telling you, we do that for them better than what y'all did that for us. Well, I mean, perhaps, but uh, no, Gen- it ain't no perhaps. No, 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 That's uh, real no, 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 no. <laughs> perhaps, but but again, Gen X, Gen X was doing was dealing with things that y'all never had to deal with. Like what, Mike? Coming out of a fucking apartheid, being raised by parents that came out of an apartheid. That I so a lot of our parents did too. Like a lot of our, I think we realize we fail to realize like a lot of y'all parents and our parents is only like. It's like a 15-year gap. That, but, that, like, that, but that's what it is. Gavin, a generation ain't number 20 years. I understand that. But so, <laughs> but like, so like, it's not I, 100 years, man. So I put, I, no, no, no. I get you on that. But like my dad and your dad more than likely grew up in the same generation. Yeah, or, or, or at least close to it. Because my, my, dad, my dad is 70. Your dad is, is in the 50s, right? Yeah, he about to be 60. So right. it's so, like, so, it's not so, that so, far so off. It's not that far off. But, but still, though, it, there's still a difference in there, right? Like me, we were talking to group yeah. chat about... Porn on the internet versus having to get porn on DVDs. When we were talking Absolutely. about Joe Smith White, you didn't know what the hell we was talking about. No, I thought it was hilarious that y'all <laughs> like, had to like, go to like, Blockbuster <laughs> and get that. <laughs> Yeah, so there is a so different there's world. a huge gap but, in generations, man. Yeah, absolutely. But I didn't see a so for me the difference is I first saw a computer in the third grade. You probably saw it. I mean, middle school, maybe middle high school. school. I, I'm, I'm you thinking, know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's like high school, yeah. But it's still once you got there, you know. And I went to a school. I went to a white school in the suburbs. You know what I'm saying? Elementary school. Yeah. None of my friends when I was before that when we were staying. You know, in the urban communities, we ain't never seen no computer. It wasn't yeah. none there. So and I didn't that was it. also that was also your parents, your dad being Generation X, saying that you know what? I'm gonna instead of having my son grow up in an environment where integration literally just happened. I know I know everybody think that shit happened in the sixties and seventies. Go actually looking up. Most integration wasn't even completed until the fucking mid eighties. Cause they yeah. had to build new schools, they had to do new new busing. It wasn't it wasn't like, yo, they passed the Civil Rights Act in nineteen sixty four and everything was done. Like most integration literally wasn't done till the end of the seventies and the early eighties. Yeah, 80s, but right? some of us that went to public school here, we had to deal with that because they drew lines and they said, yo, you can only go to schools in your neighborhoods. Yeah. So that's the that was the new segregation. So it's like it's a revolving door. All I was getting out was, yo, I think my generation is valid when they say y'all gave us a big middle finger and was like, y'all figure it well, out. Well, I mean, Generation X have 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 had to deal with henpick men, the crack the babies from the crack epidemic, you mm-hmm. know, those things. So there so Gen X have always been like, yo, if you're not solid, we ain't fucking with you, right? Like even if you're in Generation X. So yes, anybody that that hasn't been so there's always been a delineation of men in my generation, right? Which is why we, I guess we deal with rejection better, why we deal with confrontation better because it's always been one of those things. You saw that nigga get shot in the hallway? They weren't from America. That wasn't, that wasn't American. That wasn't African-American black man. That was a Haitian and a Jamaican. You know, no offense I to said, my diaspora brothers. I'm talking about you. Look, and I'm talking about generation. <laughs> yeah, no, no. But that, but that, that, that's not my generation. They weren't raised in this country. They weren't raised how we was raised. Yeah, we we, we've always talked against that dumbness, right? Like, my generation is the generation that was like, yo, y'all really pulling out pistols instead of fist fighting? That had that was my generation. We was just like, no, we were still fighting. The moment we started saying dudes can't fight anymore, we was like, well, shit, we done fighting then. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, let us know in the comments. I want to welcome everybody to the Black Dads Club. This is episode. I wish I had a drum roll on here. You know what? This is episode one sixteen. I got to learn to stop getting distracted. Y'all getting on my nerves about the studio. Um, to put in perspective, I had all my son who was two, so he can't eat none of this. I had all his Halloween candy in here. The whole bucket. 
Mike sees the bucket when he comes in. It's in the front. It's gone, Bruh, When I say they ate all of my candy, hey man, they thought they thought that was uh that was for the studio. Look, and they left me a little Twizzler wrapper, the wrapper, <laughs> not even the candy. I'm like, yo, y'all gotta be kidding me. Anyway, I want to welcome everybody. They greedy when you eat Twizzlers because they are not good. That that is the worst candy. Is it the worst candy? Candy corn is the worst candy. That and that butterscotch thing. <laughs> yeah, it's candy corn, butterscotch. Twizzler has to be top five. Maybe I, I might put licorice ahead of it, but Twizzler mm, has to be a top yeah. five Twizzler got crap top candy. Five. Yeah. And I used to hate when we used to get that at church. I used to love I used to be the kid who used to love getting the peppermints because I'm like, yo, I do not want this butterscotch joint. <laughs> you know, or the what's the little strawberry joints with the green top? I don't know. Those kind of good. Bonbons. Bonbon. Look, oh, also to my cousin, shout out to her. She really was concerned. She's younger than me. She's, uh, if I'm 34, she might be like her mid 20s. She was really concerned that I didn't know the boys, the men, um, wedding song. Mama. Mama. Oh. She was very concerned. And then I tell her it was a joke. I was trying to get Mike <laughs> to cuss me out. But she I, was, she was, I, I, don't, I don't like the song either. So it's a terrible song. Um, I do not have a dad tip of the week. However, what I will give everybody a tip for because we are, we are now officially crossing to that area. Where people that are not married, uh, people that don't have kids, listen. And I love that for us, right? Um, please be careful of who you put in your wedding photos. <laughs> um, there is going out right now at assist of uh, the family. And it's a big family p- p- picture, excuse me. I don't know how many people look like in there, about 30? Oh, gosh, more than that. That's, yeah. That mean that the front row of people had to be at least... 15, 20 15, deep. 20 people. And they went yeah. four rows deep. So yeah. it's, it might be um, 50 people in that photo. I'm, I'm not going to get on to sisters who like wigs. <laughs> My sister like wigs. I'm not going to get on the sisters who uh, like color wigs. My sister like color wigs. Um, <laughs> Mike always has a problem with my sister wearing wigs. And he makes it known. I, I, just, I just tell her she has amazing hair. I, I, I do not understand. I do For the life of me, I have no idea why she does that. <laughs> so she she likes wigs. Right now in Vegas, she's wearing a, a like. It's like a salt and pepper wig. My sister's so bougie. Anyway, can't do that with her son too close listening to us. Um, funny enough, there's a girl in there. She has a red wig. Uh, she's on the front row. And what does she do? She pop. She toot her ass out and throws up the middle finger. And now the groom is running around on all the blog sites on Twitter asking everybody to remove the photo because they trashing Shorty. Yeah. I. So be careful. I mean, well, what do you expect the person with the red wig in your wedding day to do in a photo? Like, you should have just been like, "Hey, no middle fingers in the photo." Yeah. Why did why did what, where did that come from? Where did it sticking up the middle finger in the photo? My generation. Come from? I will give you that. But I'm just saying, like, what like, what, what does it symbolize? Well, like, you know, we used to do the peace sign, you know, in, in photographs. You know, we used to do the jailhouse pose. I, but you know the sticking of the middle finger, like where did that come it's, from? You, you know what? I don't even like when I see it. Like if I see, if I'm following if I'm following someone online, oh yeah, yeah and they yeah. take a pic and they got and they stick the middle finger, oh, up, yeah, yeah. Like nine times out of ten, I'm unfollowing you right there. Yeah, I'm, I, it's just I am the old ornery cantankerous. Nah, I guy, I, I do that. Right? Um, if you, <laughs> especially when I was working a corporate job, um, if you was in a picture with me and I didn't see it. And I saw that, or if we took a set of pictures and I was in one picture and the next picture you throw it up, I'm untagging myself and remove myself. Because I'm like, yo, I don't need no job pulling up. Yeah, um, a a photograph. Yeah, absolutely. um, You know, I will say this. This is the dad tip is this. Y'all need to start doing your research on the people that you allow to be your bridesmaids, groomsmen. And who hop in y'all family? I pictures. mean, if he if he's going around asking him to take the photograph, oh, now, we already know who she can. That's to. his cousin. Facts. <laughs> that's his cousin. That's I his. hope it's not his sister. I hope that's his cousin. Uh, she on the front row. It's probably his aunt. <sighs> Look, because some people don't get she it. She had bro. that thing too, though. I ain't gonna she lie. did. She had that thing too. That's not what I'm into. <laughs> <laughs> she had that thing she had, too. She, look, Mike said it last podcast. You got to have two of the three. Now my two of the three is different. Two, so, two of the three. I say that sucks you in. She need to have all three of the three. Well, no, I'm just talking about my requirements. She was the right skin tone. I didn't. She did have a wig, but I ain't like it. She didn't have no lip gloss on, man. So you got to have. You got to have more. Um. All right, let's get to this. So following up last week, we talked about Joe Smith, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And his girl. Is officially on a press run 
And let's get to it right now. That's why I think that they did. No, my body count is very low. Sorry. I don't consider, okay, my personal, I I just talked to Joe about that about a little while ago. A little while ago. When we were arguing. I was like, my personal body count is low. I don't consider work. It don't matter. Oh, work bodies don't count. He said the 52 that you took don't count. Um, she She said my personal body count is low. Oh, man. Can I use that? Can I use like my personal body? What would be my personal body count? Would that just be like the girls I was actually in relationships with? Absolutely. The girls All right, my body, it's my personal body count. It's actually very low as well. Absolutely. Yo, <laughs> this is getting ridiculous. And this, you know what? I want to say this, and I mean this. We got to stop putting mics in front of people. And y'all got to say that about us, man. We got to, we got, everybody deserves to say what they want to say. No, they don't want us to even have mics. <laughs> Nobody even put a mic in front of our face. They just mad we got one. Well, we get um, a complaint every week. Every week. Oh. They said last week we don't like women because we said it, uh, you know, having, uh, getting married and having kids. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was, I love that comment. I think I liked it. <laughs> hey, she said her work bodies don't count. Um, This is why I'm, I'm a firm believer in we got to stop allowing guests to drink on the podcast. Oh, no, man. That, that would get rid of one of the most classic Odds out there with drink champs. Oh, Nori gotta go. <laughs> Nori, I am here to say Nori. No, we like, dude, Nori, Nori and Joe Bun was head to head five years ago. Like they really were. Maybe seven headed, years ago. No, they was probably head to head like within the last two years. Yeah, you're right. I think Joe just Joe just took off, man. That, yeah. that Spotify controversy, like just that, launched him into the stratosphere. Well, I think bro. what threw Joe off was uh his guest left. And then he created a show just as good, if not better. And then it was like they their show went down. I mean, Nori, he has he has an amazing show concept, right? Yeah, yeah. I think they drink too much though. I think I think that's the problem. Uh so I don't know if anybody's seen it, but Nori recently had Kodak Black on there, and Kodak Black was on there geeked up off of everything living. <laughs> and it's kind of sad because Nori is getting to this point. You know the worst Nori interview you need to go watch is the one during CIAA with Rick Ross. It was the one that was CIAA was here. Yeah. Or it was NBA. It was that weird year uh, last year. It was the last year when we had CIAA and NBA All-Star the same, yeah, basically yeah, yeah, the yeah, same yeah. week. And um, Rick Ross is on the show. And I'm pu- pretty sure it was Nori. And I think Nori did a couple shows that day. Bro, Nori couldn't even talk. Like the interview was like twenty something <laughs> minutes long. Nori could barely talk, and it is getting. You know, my my problem with Nori is, and and I'm not saying this about Nori, but it's like, dog, bro, it's only black men who get on there and look a fool on your podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, and I get the allure. Like in the early days when it was Fat Joe, Zerv Gotti, it was like, yo, you come in, we give you your flowers, we let you drink, yeah. to loosen up. You tell us cool stories. Now you. Uh, to allow black men to have substance abuse issues to come on your platform and just like spill out whatever they feel like spilling. What's, it's what's getting Co- weird. Was Kodak on? Was he was actually there? Yeah, he was there. I mean, I, again, I, I think that they need to cut back, but I, I I think the concept. I mean, nobody nobody's done it better. I, Facts. They just need to need to cut back on the drinking, perhaps, and the weed smoking. You got to pick one or the other. Well, no. Yeah, I mean, you do. I mean, look, you, bro. If we sat here and smoke weed and drink, I'm pretty sure our show would be way more interesting. Oh, absolutely, because I will <laughs> stop bleeping out names. I will start saying more yeah, names. So, I, so I get the allure behind what why it happens. Um, but anyway, to your point, you're like, should you? You know, I mean, some some days, you know, I'll come on the pod, I'll drink, and some days I'm not. I'm actually just for November, I'm not drinking. I'm trying to lose weight because I am fat as hell on these cameras. So <laughs> I, I gotta lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, y'all gonna start taking shots. Mike, I accept you for who you are. <laughs> How about that? I don't accept me for who I am. Look, I, I don't know, man. You know, I look at that. You remember um, I sent you a couple of videos of Britney um, drunk, you know, yeah. whether on different podcasts. And it is kind of throwing me off. And, you know, I don't see the ladies doing it that much. Besides Angela Yee, you could tell she get high before lip service or drinks, allegedly. Allegedly. I don't know. I don't know. Is that Britney Renner did. The last one that she was on seemed like she was tooted um, for sure. Bruh. Allegedly. Um. Twitter got some charts. Mike found some Twitter charts. And what we got to say, Mike, what's going on? Why find my chart? I right. got a chart for no, no, the, no, no, the, the, the tender, The Tinder charts, not, not the Twitter charts. Just, it, you know, it goes back to the idea that men really need to get out into the real world to meet women. So <laughs> t- there, so there's, there's a site called Tinder Insights. I'm not on Tinder. 
Um, but if you are on Tinder, you can go here and log in your information, and it will actually tell you how long you've been on Tinder. It'll tell you how many times you swipe right, how many matches you've made, how many chats you've had, how many dates you've had. And I didn't know you could put in there if you've had sex with the person or not. Uh, maybe not just on the lady side. So, which is kind of cool or kind of not cool. I don't, I don't know. All right. But anyway, Tinder Insights, right? So we got a 26-year-old lady and a 26-year-old 26-year-old guy. Oh, shit. I love, I, love, I love the guy out. I love the guy out. But anyway, just to give you guys <laughs> the heads up, Uh-oh. this is in 188 days. Um, the young lady had... Uh, 300 matches right Okay But she declined 96% of the guys That actually Swiped right on her That's fair Alright Bruh <laughs> <laughs> She literally swiped She literally swiped left 1,400 Excuse me 1,000 14,512 times Bruh Those odds Are insurmountable Online, that is wild to be able to date a woman, right? And they had they had a guy. I guess I le- I left his out, um, but his 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 insights was like I mean it it was drastically less. But anyway, long story short, bro, um, if women are getting fifteen thousand likes into in in six months, bro, again, there's no need for you to go into these day naps to swipe left or swipe right unless you're just playing the numbers game. Well, y'all let y'all homeboy tell me in the group chat that 25-year-olds got less body than 40-year-olds. Not with this data. <laughs> I mean, I, I would still think, you know, I mean. Not the, with this data. The, the, the bodies are, oh, oh, it, it, it said how many people she slept with in, the, in those exactly. 188 days. Go she ahead. had had casual sex. She, okay, well, let's go here. She went on 54 dates. Okay. So 54 dates in six months. How, how, many, how many dates is that? 54 divided by 6 Divided by 4 It's like 8 That's 2.2 dates a week That was the worst math ever So she was (laughs) Oh you did per week Okay yeah 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 yeah. 8 a month Right so so Out of (laughs) 2.2 dates a week So that means that like She went on 2 dates And then 1 week She went on 3 dates Right All right. She had casual sex 37 times So every other date Every more yeah. than every other day. Some More than every other day. Like, uh, let's see, a thirty-seven divided by fifty-four. Come on, man. That's sixty-nine percent of the time. She is. She goes out. If you take her out, it's probably that shorty who I told y'all about last episode at the beginning of it. Bro, dude, that is insane. So, and then the fellow, the, the, the I, I got to get the guy's chart. Now, again, I don't know race. I don't know gender. I don't know state. You know, but. Um, Tinder Insights, you guys can go in there if you're listening. You can go and check out your Share Tinder. With us. Matter of fact, yes, go do your Tinder Insights and DM it to us, and we'll talk about you online. We'll leave your name out. Yeah, we'll leave your name information out. Long story short, if you're a guy, stay off the day naps. Um, to my favorite chart, you know, I love when y'all do this to me. Y'all tell me all the time that uh, the information, where do you find it? I have one girl, shout out to her. She's cool, so I'm not going I'm about to shit on her, but I'm not going to hate on her right now. <laughs> um, she told me that. If I have to click out a porn ass to find this chart, then it's invalid. And that was her joke, right? And all her <laughs> friends was kiki, ha ha, you know, a bunch of single moms. That's not the point, though. And so they was on my ass. So I looked at it and I said, I found the chart. Because the census has just came out um, and they ran a chart. And it is called the overall um, prevalence of multiple partner fertility. Now, oh. what does this mean is that they have a chart out here Um um, it says now this is a small percentage, not the numbers I'm about to give y'all, but only 10% of people have kids with multiple partners. Now, I think that needs to be stated because this is going to show y'all just how the majority always gets the, the they get misrepresented um, by the minority. So we're saying only 10% of people in this country. Only 10% of people have two or more kids. baby daddies and baby mamas. Absolutely. All but right. the story is what? Men can have kids all over yeah, the country. Yeah, men have and kids women, all in it. You know, women have you a know, bunch of babies baby and no, you know, living in Section 8. So let's do that. But once you do get past that and we start looking at numbers, bro, let me just put it like this. Men 15 and older. Mind you, um, also, I need to state this. This is common sense, but common sense ain't common. Is that the thing? Or sense ain't common? Whatever y'all have made up. Um I have to state this. These are only these people's biological kids. We're not talking about adoption. We're not talking about stepkids. We are talking about biological biological children. Uh, 15 and over, um, only 20, 
excuse me, only 21.7% of men have two or more kids with more than um with different women. Did they break this down by race? They did not. Oh, that's in black. That's in black Twitter and Twitter friends if they ever did that. Uh it's going to make me go look it up. Where'd you get it from? The census. The they census. just yeah, they just released it. Um so 21.7 for men. I I have to state that cuz when we start scrolling up, women is higher. <laughs> I'm going to just leave it at that. It's at 20 it's one in four women. One in four women have two or more baby daddies. Yeah, ab- absolutely. That's parents. Like, so that's what I'm trying to get at. Like, we're looking at it's one in five men, one in four women. And so I say that because four years ago, when the same chart came out, you know, we using old data then. Um, the conversations is no, y'all can still. You know, I hate this narrative that men can have kids. Um, you know, men can populate the world. They can have 100 kids in one year when women can only have one. That's cool and that's cute. Um, but but men don't do that. Absolutely. And I do not want to live in a world where we start judging people on what they're capable of versus what they what, what they do. actually do. Oh, look at that. You're a rapper. Look. Bars. Oh, we got a problem here? <laughs> Sorry. I didn't even mean to hit none of those. I hate when they move my sounds. Absolutely. But, yeah, like, we can't do that, man. And we got to stop that. But I do want everybody to know I will be start. I will start using this chart a lot from here on out. Well, I mean, and here's the thing. I, I, I'm, I'm looking it up now because I, I want I want it by race. Um, I, I, I'm actually putting all the information together into one place and I'm going to print it out and then I'm going to call that the gospel. And <laughs> I'm going to start bringing it on like any pod that I go on or any conversation I have. I'm going to have all the data there. But I, I, I like to also see it broken down, you know, by race so we can understand what's going on in our community per se. Like the idea, men could go out and make a bunch of kids. Um, mm-hmm. Men don't. Now, part of it is the fact that, you know, we just went over the tender chart. It's way easier for women to get laid in, um, taken care of in this environment mm. than it is for men per se. But even men that are capable of it, right? So we're talking about your higher echelon men, higher earners, taller, great bodies, great education, smart, funny, all that, right? You put all that into one guy. Typically that, that guy still doesn't have multiple fertility partners. Typically um, that guy most of the time don't have any kids because he understands how much of a commodity that he is. Absolutely. So I don't know, like what what is going on in our community that we're not, Experiencing that or getting, yeah, the way we should. Um, I'm here to announce Mike is ready to retire. One of my favorite words, and this is all on Mike. This ain't got nothing to do with me because I ain't retiring nothing. But go ahead. I I am ready to retire. The word simp. Why? Because it's becoming it. It's becoming a point of contention, and it was never meant to be a point of contention. Mm. It was a word that men had for other men. Like, it was nobody else in this conversation. That is fair. It was just me. And the motherfucker I'm talking about, absolutely. Right, that that was the only. It it, was, it includes no one, right? Absolutely. And the fact that now it's like, yo, if you use this word, you're a bad person, right? Like, how am I a bad person because I am pointing out a behavior in our community that that I see detrimental to our community? Well, the ladies are saying that you guys are saying this word um, to men that are nice to women. Yeah, and, and that's never been the case. Never, not ever. That's never been and the case. Their prime example is Russell. Yeah, Russell. and then it's like, yo, like at the end of the day, like the problem that black men had with Russ was way prior to him ever marrying Sarah, right? The problem, you know, it was from his draft night, you know, the wife that he had. Uh, it was, you know, when he got married that he didn't have any black men in his wedding, right? This idea, you know, what how he felt about kneeling for the flag and how, what others should do. Like everybody problem with Russ is way prior to Sierra. Facts. Right? It was, it was just rushing in behind Russ where people where he was being brought up and they was like, well, I mean, why are you not, why, why are you not celebrating? And we're like, well, you know, he's a little problematic. You know, there's some things that's going on here. And and now we have to argue about, you know, Russ being a great father and husband, which we applaud. Who? I mean, as men, we applaud him being a good husband. And I a, ain't and, giving him Let me stop. Yeah. I mean, no, I, Look, he has his own kids, right? I mean, he, we don't know him. He, he never shows them. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I said. Who? Russ is the only man. He never shows his this, kids. This <laughs> man is. He is the nice version of Brian McKnight. And this man will not show his kids. Yeah. He will show. He, the he, woman, will, he, he will show. You know, little future, little future, right? And and I'm and. And that's where, you know, a lot of men is like, yo, all right, this is where you messing up because there isn't a, there isn't any. 
equality here, right? You're what you're doing is being cute, right? And men don't like when men are being cute. Men like when men say what they say and mean what they mean. Um, men have an issue with other men being used as puppets, knowing they're being used as puppets, and just lying down and saying, I am a puppet. Yeah. And it's kind of like, hey, bro, like if that's what you're doing, just admit it. Let's keep it moving. Um, you know, I laugh. Russ had a basketball game, he got future beside him, he all hugged up, and then the memes come out. And you know, my favorite line is is like, you never see Future say anything. He put it in a song. He keep it moving. Now I listen to these songs, so I hear them a lot more than everybody else. But it's always to me, it's like whenever somebody sends me stuff, I'm like, bruh, y'all act like here's the thing. This is what I need. And I'm not saying it's not out there. Start sending me all the clips of Sierra when she said uh Future is a deadbeat. Just send it. Cause I need that word. I need her to say he is a deadbeat father so we can start defining what that is. Because if I'm paying my child support, I get my kid when I'm supposed to, and I just don't promote my kid all every time I'm with them. Maybe, you know, some people are private. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I talk about my son on this podcast. I use his name. You don't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you're more private than I am. You know, and I'm, and we, that's just life, right? It's just so life. Like it's I, not, not one of us is being more active or, or less active. Or less active. Yeah, and just, I, my yeah. favorite line is I always tell people, just show me where Sierra has called future a deadbeat. And then we can start having a conversation of if Russ is taking over. Because from my understanding, Lil Future has a father. You know what I'm saying? Now, he has a stepfather as well. Yeah. And that's dope that he has two. Look, he got two rich men in his life. <laughs> and I, more power to him. And that's dope. But this whole notion. And, you know, I got a laugh in. Um, oh, man, what was that post? And I told somebody they were laughing at um, Cam Newton's baby mom. And she was like, yo, you going on tour. Um, you the third baby mom, like blah blah blah, and I was like, well, the sixth baby mom, y'all want her prayer, so I'm yeah, confused yeah, yeah. on I'm, like, I'm confused on on, uh, on what you complaining so about. <laughs> don't I don't want to hear you complaining about the third baby mama when you can you know whatever. Oh, did notice? I ain't saying they stole it. I ain't saying they stole it, man. The radio in Charlotte definitely was talking about what? Well, how many baby moms is too many? <laughs> or how many baby dads is too many? I ain't saying they. I ain't saying they hey, stole man, it. Hey man, we just look. Look, I'll, look. first off, we're inspired whenever we put a show together, right? We're looking at things that's going on on the internet. We try to give credit to where credit belongs. We don't try to take anything away from anybody. The questions, though, are original, right? Like, we could watch a clip, and then we'll have a completely different question. You know, like, like even the, the retired simping, right? That was a video where it was a young lady. She was kind of defending simping, and I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to take it away, right? Because we're not defending simping, right? Wait, no. wait. Men have always been like, yo, it ain't tricking if you got it, right? We we stood on that, right? Yeah, but tricking was tricking, right? Like if a dude was tricking, he didn't get to say he was smooth. He didn't get to say he was a player, Mm-mm. right? Yo, he was tricking. So what we started doing is when dudes started trying to pretend basically their tricking was them being smooth, we was like, yeah, you simple, right? Facts. You real simple. That, that That's some simpleton behavior that you have right there because you think She's there because you smooth, right? Nah, bro, she's there because you tricking. And tricks have always known that they was tricks. We've always been okay with that. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the radio station and uh, hey, did you see the clip from Button? They had mm-hmm. they had they had a clip too um, that was very reminiscent. Oh, no. uh, I had dropped it in the group chat oh, probably about two days ago. I, I I don't I don't mind you guys being inspired, but if you could just say, hey man, I was listening to Black Shout Ass to Club. And they talk this about one? this clip right here. Yeah, click on that real quick. <laughs> this is in real time. I love real time shit. Had one night, yeah, planned out one night stands, and they turned into relationships. Yes, plenty actually. <laughs> Most of my relationships, <laughs> yeah, same. So I'm guessing it was a sexual chemistry off day one. It's like, oh yeah, facts. I mean, we talked before that. I realized, oh, made a conversation. Cool. Like, Sex was fire enough to, yeah, like, yeah. want to see what else is yeah. there. Yeah, maybe it's two nights. Oh shit, maybe oh, three. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then she was cool. We had good conversation. She gave you a little back rub or something. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh wait, hold on. If y'all went to the strip club and grabbed the titty of a patron, would your partner consider it cheating? That's cheating. That's not cheating. I don't it's think it's cheating. Titty. I don't think it's cheating in that environment. Is that cheating? What? If your girl walk in on you at the strip club and you grabbing a stripper's titty? <laughs> I think you had to ask your girl. No, I'm asking you. I'm asking you about your girl. <laughs> well, well, I mean, if I'm in the strip club, chances are my girl's there with me. So chances are, no, she's not going to consider that cheating. I hate going to the strip club, my girl. What's up? <laughs> 
And that, that I'm walking that back from a podcast probably two years ago when I said, "Yo, that's fun." No longer funny. <laughs> not fun anymore. It's not fun anymore, dog. <laughs> hey, man, you can change your mind, man. You can always change your mind. I'm changing my mind because the ladies they always gotta they gotta check the temperature of your girl. They gotta see if she cool. They gotta then they want to show her attention. Then they too too much, and then they trying to figure out if your girl's gay. And if your girl <laughs> is, they want to back off. And if she not, then it's cool. And then they hoping that this fantasy of a threesome is gonna get you to spend more money. And for me, this I'm like. True. I'm like, yo, I'm still soft, so I'm not paying. I don't, I don't like strip clubs. I don't like, I don't like wasting money anymore. Me either, dude. When you, when you like, when you like, yo, that is a plane ticket. Facts. It's too much. Dang, fun I ain't never club. thought of it like that. <laughs> it's too much fun in strip club. I don't like it. I don't like it. Dang, I don't you like just it. ruined that for me because I'm definitely talking, thinking about going to now. Next time I go to Vegas, my girl going. Yeah, I don't like it. Nope. You just ruined that for me. But uh, going back to simping. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is this the video? Nah, that's sis. Um, I'm gonna say this before I get to the part I need to look for. Um, women, y'all did not create this term. Y'all have it, it's y'all our have re- word. We can't even use it no more. Y'all have redefined <laughs> this term. I think it's unfair. Y'all use it incorrectly. And for me, I look at it to the standpoint of the words that y'all's that y'all label each other, that y'all call each other. It's cool. We don't even get in because then that's getting in women's business. So when I hear this whole thing of like, oh, well, you know, guys are being nice. They're being nice to women. They're simping. It's like, nah, 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 nah. They- you know what? You said something real important. That was their business. Y'all have gotten into men's business. Absolutely. Simping was the word that men use for ourselves, amongst ourselves. Y'all have gotten into men's business. I, you, Boy, you said something perfect right but, there. You know. But, that's but I'm retired. Right. I'm, not, I'm not using it anymore because I'm sick, I'm sick of having to, what is a simp? Yeah, well. <laughs> You know, and plus, I don't like the main beneficiary of, of something that they didn't create complaining that it. Well, I mean, that, that tells you that the word is actually accurate because they're like, no, 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 no. Don't stop him from doing that. Don't let him stop. <laughs> don't let him stop. Hold on, man. He go, your boy, man. Man tells you his marriage is miserable. Ask oh, him these man. questions. Do you watch porn? Do you masturbate? Mm. Do you smoke weed? Do you mm. get drunk? Do you go to the strip club? Do you gamble? Mm. That's why your marriage sucks. That's why your marriage sucks. Yeah, that's why your marriage sucks, guys. <sighs> that's that is why your marriage sucks. Oh, keep going because he 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 actually goes into oh gosh yeah he actually goes into she wants honesty she wants responsibility she wants a man who her daughter can look up to and who her son can look up to. Guys hate marriage because oh. they hate themselves. Mm. And as a married man, what's blocking single men is your preferences. She's not gonna look how she looks here. She's gonna be a few notches under that. She's going to be uglier. The love, the protection, the provision is going to bring her to the level that you envision. The longer you single, the more grandiose the vision gets. Or you become less likely to. He doing all this. The man tells you his marriage is miserable, by the way. He doing this all in what kind of (laughs) t-shirt? A Prada t-shirt. Oh, yeah. I see the label. Yeah, my man, my man, like, I don't respect men until you get married. This is like, these are the type of dudes. Okay, Okay. You know, let me start here first, right? Uh, I, I do I do have a problem with men that get married that talk down on other men that are not married mm. as if like y'all can't get to where I'm at. Right. Mm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because that like finding a wife is a blessing. It is a privilege. Thanks. Right. Like Solomon said, like, yo, final wife is, is rarer than rubies. I, and, and for the longest, I read that verse. I never knew how hard it was to find rubies. Y'all know rubies are like the rarest gemstone <laughs> in the world. Like, they're hard to find. Mike is hilarious, by the way. <laughs> like, so Solomon had ran through like a thousand chicks and was just like, yo, <laughs> finding a wife is hard. <laughs> Look, facts. facts. So, so, so I do hate when men do get married and then they, they, they basically shit on men that are not married. Right. Mm. So I mm-hmm. I don't like that, right? But the second thing is, right? Like when 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 anytime I see men talk about marriage, and they come and they put the whole crux of the marriage on, is he drinking? It? Is he gambling? Is he going to strip clubs? You know, is he is he masturbating? Is he watching porn? Right, dude. <laughs> these are all the same things that our ladies do as well, right? Facts. So so if you wanted to be fair in the conversation, it would be like, yo, if this is what y'all are doing, right? You know, like. Women watch porn, right? And, and for women, women that don't watch porn, they'll be on Reddit, they'll be on Tumblr, they'll be in erotic Tinder. novels. Oh. You know, so Tinder. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So, so, so it's like, it's, it's the same thing, even if it's, you know, a little bit different, right? It's still mm-hmm. fast food. So, 
So Tony Gass gets to sit here and just shit on men that are not married and say, I don't respect men. Like, fellas, don't listen to this kind of ignorance, right? Let me tell you something. When you see another human being, right, it is your job to respect that human being. You don't know what kind of day they're having. You don't know what they're capable of. Mm. You don't know what their intentions is for the next five minutes from now, right? You don't know if they're on the edge. Please always respect everybody. Love everybody, right? Like, even this ideal of love, I think people get confused. I think when people think of love, they think about being showered with love. That's actually not what love is, right? Mm-hmm. Love is what you're giving to somebody else. It's mm-hmm. not what somebody's giving to you. So when I like that that message from Tony Gaskin, that's simp shit right there. It is. Um, you know, it totally is. I ain't got nothing even to add on to that because it's disgusting. You know, the weird part for me is being married is uh it gets tough when people who have never been married or who aren't married, they have marital conversations and it's kind of like, huh? It's like, <laughs> what? Like I, I give you an example. I was on a podcast one time um, and I was on the side. I was one of the extra guests and the the panel started having a discussion on, is it right or wrong for men to say, yo, I feel completed once they meet their wife. Right. And they were going in about how they don't like that. And how it doesn't make sense and how men need to get out of saying that. And women, they threw it back on women as well. Like need to get out of saying like, I feel completed that another human completes me, whatever. And you know, my funniest part, the funniest part for me was nobody on that panel was married. (laughs) And they was having marital conversations because me and the other guy who was married, we were sitting on the side. Yeah. And we kind of were just looking and like the guy, the married guy beside me agreed with them. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't, I don't 100% agree with that. Um, I also believe in um, some things are just for saying like it doesn't mean like, yo, man, I, you know, I go to work, man. I kill it every day. That don't mean you go in and kill something. Every yeah, day, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So I understand sayings and words. Um, but, you know, and he had an issue. He he liked what they were saying. But I don't think it stuck in my mind. I was like, dang, why ain't y'all had a two married guys as the guests on this topic? Or ask, right? you know, hey, hey y'all want to chime y- in? Y'all want to chime in? And, I mean, and so. I get to this conversation and it's like, besides that, when I listen to this conversation, I hate when we, um, my favorite line was my favorite thing is, uh, when I first, when I was in church, well, I still go to church. I went to church Sunday, shout out. And somebody told me they watched the podcast and I kept walking. Uh, <laughs> and, um, but it was funny enough. The first time I ever spoke in church, I get done. I, I had this little bit in there where I'm talking about, um, Guys need to stop getting taken advantage of by uh, women need to stop allowing men to take advantage of them. And you need to do research on them. Right. Yeah. And I was like, some of the guys, you need to start talking to your dads about women, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going through all this. And I remember, you know, it was funny. Everybody laughed. And I remember we got in the car. My dad um, was like, yo, that was funny. He, I was like, yeah. He was like, well, the weird part is you didn't tell women what they do wrong. You just went up there and said men are doing this wrong. Yeah. Um, as far as when it comes to dating, he's like, and you're talking about your age range because I was like 16 or 17. Yeah. And I remember that stuck to my line. Tony Gaskins got up here on this podcast. They turned it on. He saw the red light. He saw the cameras <laughs> on him. And he said, and I'm, I'm, I have every right to assume because you put out the clip that you wanted us to see. You removed all the accountability from all women. And you saying if a marriage is failing, you should ask a man. I don't know what porn got to do with it. I don't know what dr- drinking and drugging. Now, I, I understand what you're trying to get to, but you chose not to explain it. So I get to do my part. Um, and you didn't say maybe she's not there. Maybe she's working. Maybe she doesn't want you anymore. Maybe y'all have grown apart. It's no what she could do. And then you followed it up with, you know, what I'm saying uh, you banging on single dudes. And it's like, dude, some of these guys, because we tell women, yo, know your worth. Yeah. Yo, a lot of men are growing up and saying, yo, I don't want, I don't want to be a stepdad. Yeah. A lot of guys are growing up saying, some guys are like, yo, I don't want kids. I remember one time I was talking to a shorty and she told me, she said, hey, I'm letting you know very early on, I am never having kids. I don't want them. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm never, I don't even want to have this conversation later. So she was like, if you want to have kids, this either need to be a temporary thing for you or you could check out now and we could be cool. (laughs) And I respect that. I respected that yeah. so much because I knew I wanted to have kids. Now the joke was I ain't want kids with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, absolutely not. Right? But it was like a funny. But it's like yo, some people are waking up and saying yo, I don't want to just rush into anything, and they cool with being singles. At least that's what they're telling us. 
And then I always, I always love, I tell Mike this before we go to the next topic. I always love to see the co-host face when y'all start saying that bullshit <laughs> on these podcasts. Cause Shorty was looking at him like, mm, eating it up, but like almost like I don't believe you. Yeah, but here's the thing. I, I think men still do want to settle down and have families, right? I, I don't Oh, the I, stats I, we, that. We haven't we haven't seen this this whole thing of men where they're like I mean, you got the red pillars, right? And then yeah, the yeah. black men that, that are red pillars, right? But that's like a small minority, right? Facts. And, and, and one of the things that everybody in the middle tell those guys is like, hey, all right, we get it. You hate women. You don't want to be married. You think that marriage is, is you being used. All right, fine, right? But what do we tell them? Hey, don't have any children. Facts. Right? Because you're, not, because you're creating a broken home. We actually have that conversation. But when we see these guys, like I, I hate when I see men that, can get women or men that have women or men that have the ideal woman. And then they take that as a time to do a victory lap around men who don't. Right? Yeah. Because at some point, at some point, all even the men that have women, at some point we couldn't get women. We had Facts. to figure that shit out. Facts. <laughs> we had to figure it out. So Facts. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that lapping on dudes and like these, these Instagram pastors, um, don't even get me started. I, I, I'm sick of them. I, I I need to present myself more as an Instagram pastor so Please. I can get the whole audience and then crush what they do. Please, <laughs> but I figure I'm starting my starting five of who gonna jump me when they see me. Like if, <laughs> if I walk into like the mall and all five of these people is at the door, yeah, I'm guessing who gonna punch me first. Nah, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm good on that. I, I'm not. I'm not making any enemies. I don't Why care am? enough. Well, I don't either. But they they care enough. Uh, shout out to Ace. Shout out. What's the pastor with the glasses who loves sex? Who don't get none? Clearly, uh, he uh, he said he married Tim Ross. I know. That don't mean you get none because you married. <laughs> this is true. I mean, what? <laughs> Sometimes you're less likely to get some. Absolutely. If you're being faithful in the marriage, Tim Ross. Tony Gaskins might have some smoke for me at some point. Tony I used to have smoke for Derek Jackson, but I follow his wife. I kind of get why he cheated almost at this point. I'm like, low key, I'm sort of like, I, I get it. You still fuck you for going off on men, but. <laughs> Did she lose weight? Or did, yeah, yeah, she done lost weight, man. Like, dude, she about she said she about to release a book with all the women names in it. Can you do that? I don't know. We about to, we about to see. I kind of hope she do because I, I I don't know. But if she does it and nobody sues her, maybe you can. Um, mm. and on on that note, like fellas, if you do fuck around, man, like dude, protect protect the women you fuck around with. That is your job as a man. Because women are going to throw you up under the bus. But as a man, it is your job to kind of make sure that your wife don't write books about these girls. Your conquest. Ladies. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, get, have control of your home. If you, if you don't have control of your home. But ain't, she ain't in this home no more. Don't, don't fuck around. He's still, that's still part of his home. He got kids with him, man. Like, I know he couldn't check. Like, dude, don't. Then again, I mean, he is the type of dude that lied on men for five years. So he might be the type of dude who don't do shit. And then you know the other part of it is. If she changed the names, you can't get sued, and we ain't gonna know the difference anyway. Here's the thing: she's saying she's not changing the name. She says she is using I mean, they, the name. That's what everybody says, and then they realize, like, oh shoot, this is a lawsuit. So change the name. Oh yeah, yeah change because how we gonna know it's not Melissa, but it's Nessa. This is true. You know what I'm saying? So, but then she's gonna be like now, but now she's a Christian that's lying on the internet. Homeboy, the pastor, he lie all the time too. <laughs> Look, man, y'all pastor got to stop talking about sex, man. It's throwing me off because I, I. It's some it's some pick me's in y'all congregation. It, it, you know, it, you know what it's given. Um, it's get. I, I'm, I'm 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 trying to I'm trying to use Tim Ross' voice right, voice right now because he always say that shit. It's given. Uh, mm, mm. <laughs> it's real. It's real. Um, podcaster like type wording, right? Because that that's the world of podcasting. No one has really had the conversations about relationships and sex. Honestly, mm-hmm. until podcasters really got into it and was just like, oh, yeah, this this just going to fly. Yeah. <laughs> and now, you know, I think a lot of the pastors are starting to see like, oh, it's cool. I could get up here and talk about sex in the pulpit. And y'all y'all looking re- real weird. And we don't kick shame. Facts. We sure don't. <laughs> um, you saw Kim K said that uh, you saw her quotes about North going to Kanye house. Yeah, you know she loved going to her daddy house. Duh. Yeah, I, but you know, I mean, I, I was a little. Um, I mean, I, I didn't really, I didn't really want to victory lap that because kids will play kids against their other parent. Facts. Uh, in split homes, they absolutely even, even your kid. Facts. Uh, even my son, right? Like they they do play those games, and you know, I so I didn't, I didn't really. And, and now if they don't spend a lot of time over there, like it probably Facts. is exciting for North to see her dad make eggs and make pancakes. 
right? Because I mean, in her at her place with Kim, right? She's probably getting that made for her. Yeah. So facts. like her living a little more normalized life is probably something that she's enjoying and and excitable. But um, I I, I wasn't gonna Victor laugh on Kim. I don't think Kim is well. A I'm here. Mom. I don't know. I don't know what type of mom she is. I know she got the money to make the life that she wants for her kids, which yeah. I think that is uh, commendable in itself. I did find it funny that you had to go on a press run with this. Yeah. Um, pimping out your kids is amazing to me. That that that's, that's, that's the part. That's the part that throws me off a little bit. It's like pimp you, out your kids. You you know what I'm saying? You. I don't want to say she's doing this, but is what her mom did to her. Like you know, like, like running her out, and you know, like mm-hmm. is that where she's going with her daughter? And it's like I'm trying not to pay attention because I feel like as a as a father, right? I feel yeah. for Kanye. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's going to drive him nuts, bro. It is, but you know, sadly enough, yo, Kanye had all the signs. Rappers <laughs> was coming out and telling you, like it sucks. Hey, boy, he, he it, it was no, it was nothing but red flags, and Kanye was collecting them, shits. collecting them. Like <laughs> when the hotel person is coming out and saying, "Yo." She was cheating on Reggie Bush with this man. Yeah, like, yeah. And, like, that's one thing. Yeah. The hotels be keeping y'all secrets Con, yeah. a secret. Con, I kept Con, a lot yeah. of y'all secrets secret. Kanye was turning them goddamn red flags into little boat Yeah, sales, it's like, so. bro. And it's like, so I looked at it at first. When I saw it, I thought it was funny because I'm like, yeah. I imagine kid does like a chill lifestyle, especially at that young age. It's like, yo, that, you know, I did find it funny. This I knew was very kiddish, right? And I'm not blaming North at all because why blame a kid? But the fact that... um. You know when you whenever you went to well, let me put it in my perspective. Um, I remember younger going over to my cousin's house and they didn't have as much money as us and they didn't have all the amenities, right? But they would eat stuff or have stuff there that my my mom never had. Yeah. And I would come home, ask for that. My mom like, what? What? Like, <laughs> no, we eat this. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it was just like, oh my goodness, they having these type of sandwiches and they got this type of Kool-Aid. We didn't even have Kool-Aid in the house. I'm like, yo, we gotta get But my mom is looking at it, it's like, yo, what are you talking about? I remember I went through that phase where I only ate oodles and noodles, right? And my mom was so confused because she never bought it. Yeah, like what 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 the heck are you eating? <laughs> and yo, you thinking that it's cool food and you thinking it, and it's not gourmet. That shit is bad for you. I remember I tried to eat uh, Udo Zanuza when I was in college, and this is why you don't date somebody that's a culinary student. She was like, yo, you seen the sodium? <laughs> I ain't had a pack of Udo Zanuza since. Yeah, yeah. That, um, that shit like 120% of daily value. <laughs> absolutely, man. That shit is horrible for 30 cents. Yo, whatever, man. Um, sports talk. Y'all didn't even play this week, right? No, nah, no, nah, we didn't play That's this good. week. That's yeah. good. Panthers lost again. We, we got we to get our head out of our ass, so we'll be back. Hey, Hopefully man. This week. We really ain't got no sports talk. We're going through these quick. Um, I am here to, uh, Yasmin Lopez, I am here to let you know I will defend you to there's no more defense left. <laughs> All right? that's, the, that's the beautiful young lady with the text that was going around, the, the, her, her IG on the blogs. Uh, she's basically like using guys. Yeah. Yasmin um, is the woman who I admitted on this podcast that I was uh, contemplating buying her OnlyFans. Wait, 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 wait. She, so she's a baby mama and she got OnlyFans? Um, she, so I will be fair and I'm going to be honest. She had her OnlyFans. Yes. Then she got pregnant um, by Trayvon Diggs for the Cowboys. And I didn't see her OnlyFans after that. <laughs> I'm going to just be honest. And I'm not. Cause Trayvon, oh, yeah. Ooh, she you see her? thick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> she fine. And. Uh, from all is, accounts, is this, is this BBL thick or? I know them titties real. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I ain't saying they ain't been lifted and altered since then. Well, yeah, I'm talking she, about they so, was big so before. Who she, so, who, so who does she have the um, baby with? Shout out I to. I can't even speak right now. This girl so goddamn fine. Charlotte native. Shout out to Charlotte. <laughs> Good North lord. You ain't never seen when she was living here. Nah, bro. me either. <laughs> <laughs> my money went down. <laughs> hey, my money was good. It was not this good. <laughs> I remember on a podcast years ago, I, I made a comment about her. I got so many DMs like, "Yo, she in Charlotte right now." Like, why don't you just hit her up? Because I want to take pictures of her. Oh um, lord, she has girl. a baby by Trayvon Diggs and uh, Christian Woods. All right, she got look, a football I, contract I, I, and basketball contract. <laughs> I get, I get having a baby like sniper, dog. first athlete. When you the second athlete, like she a sniper, yeah, bro. she is a sniper. And you got Christian Woods, he a young boy, but Christian Woods losing thirty percent of his dog on uh money to L A taxes. Man, probably Cali more Tech. than that out there. Oh yeah, yeah, thirty is just what this is Cali definitely Tech. a BBL though, right? 
Like, like this, that butt. That butt's not real though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she her account ain't uh, private no more. Nah, I guess not. Guess not. Look, I guess not. Shout out to Yasmin, man. I am here. Um, I don't believe the text. I don't believe that you're planning on getting baby number three out of Ja Morant. I believe that is fake. I, I would hope Ja Morant. I would hope he's not that much of a mark. He is bored right now. I mean, she. I mean, look, look. I mean, I, don't tough. get it twisted. Like she tough. I would. I would absolutely one hundred percent. She uh, tough. Fold like a wet paper bag. She is tough uh, with her, but I, I'm I'm not hitting that ovulation one. I'm not like she already has two kids with two athletes. Like yo, I'm you. You're a mark. You're she, a mark. Y'all guys got to stop doing this, man. I send you her OnlyFans. It's on Reddit. It's on Reddit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it mid or is it good? Uh, it's mid, but I mean, and I, and also I don't like. Again, I don't have high expectations I, for these type of chicks. I don't. If, I, I never look. I never. I would never get mad at a woman for <clears> hustling going get her money. But I also don't want to marry a woman that has all her. Pussy on the internet Yeah um, Me either <laughs> it's like, I'm and, not, and there's nothing wrong with that Because there's women that are exhibitionists And I love exhibitionist women I really really do I just don't want to marry them. We're just not built for that Yeah we, we That's how we get away we're with not, it We're man. not built for that um, Taylor Swift sold 1.5 million copies of her old album Do you think the NFL bought some of them copies? Uh, yeah I'm sort of buying into your conspiracy Y'all man. bought that I, I'm sort of buying I am going it. on the ledge Taylor The Swifties Please come and engage. Um, I am putting money on that Taylor Swift. There, there's a deal with Taylor Swift in the NFL. I don't know it yet. I don't know what it will be. <laughs> I'm assuming that it is a Super Bowl bid for next year. Next Let year. me put it like this: What is that Super Bowl coming up? I thought they already decided who's doing. The no, Super Bowl. Usher's doing this year. Usher's they haven't. I okay. believe this: if Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey would have been dating uh, week one and two. Usher would have got pulled from that Super Bowl. <laughs> and I think the NFL might go back to like, all right, we got to stop the early announcements. Yeah, 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 definitely. Because I, I think I think Travis and uh, Taylor getting married. I do. No. Dude, dude. I, no. First, dude, she, at her age, I mean, I'm pretty sure Taylor has frozen her eggs. But at Thanks. the age she's, in, she's at right now, she's coming off tour. Um, A billion? Yeah, you know, take some time off. Travis Kelsey, the age that he's at, he's a superhuman being. Um <laughs> You know, in his own right, like who else does she settle down with? Taylor Swift is like six feet, her damn self. Yeah, I just don't think they really dating. I, I think I'm they, not I, buying it. I think they're gonna get married and have babies. All right, let's let's put a pin in it. We're gonna we can we'll, clip, we'll we can re- clip this for you know twelve months from now when the pod is blown up. Hey, Absolutely. speaking of, make sure you share this with anybody that's like minded like you or anybody who's a hundred percent unlike you. Or <laughs> you can send it to uh, everybody that's resharing Bernard cooking bare legs. <laughs> Um, shout out to South Carolina, Columbia, South Carolina. Columbia, South Carolina is by far the most unique place in this country to me. Um, they are either country, ghetto, or fake bougie. It's like, I mean, it's kind of like a mixture in Columbia. You kind of get like all that in one. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not, I've never met nobody from Columbia that's bougie. They fake bougie. And if they really bougie, they move quick. Uh, this is true. Um, they What they try to do is they go to Winthrop. And then they sneak their ass over here to Charlotte. <laughs> but Columbia's funny. And I think there is a thin line between country and ghetto. And, you know, shout out to Bernard. If you do not know, there was a man on uh, Instagram. Well, he was on Facebook. He had posted. Um, he was holding up two black bear legs. And he cooked them. He barbecued them, Johns. That, that, was, that was weird. And I did not know he was in South Carolina. Though. Yeah, we know him. So that's the <laughs> That was that was <laughs> So when people started sending me Bernard holding up legs, I said, "Yo, Bernard is out of here." Um, would you eat black bear? No. Why not? Uh, bear meat. Honestly, you don't really want to eat any meat of animals that eat animals in general. So okay, you typically want to eat meat of animals that are herbivores. Um, biggest reason for that is parasite, parasitic content, and bear meat. Don't quote me on this, but like, cause like people do like hunt bears. Like I grew up watching a lot of Nat Geo and like Yellowstone and all that. Not yeah. Yellowstone the show now, but like <laughs> the, the, the show, the park. And uh, so people do hunt bears. And one of the things you have to cook, you have to cook bear well. Like if you don't cook it well, um, it can kill you. But I also think it's like it's high, it's high in like either vitamin A or vitamin K. Like mm. if you eat too much of the meat, you can actually overdose on a vitamin. Damn, it's really, really weird. So, no, I, I, I don't want to eat bear. I mean, look, if it's zombie apocalypse, I mean, yeah, maybe. You got to. You know, <laughs> but, you know, if, if I if the grocery store is still open, I'm good on bear. Yeah, um, I want to sit down with Bernard. 
I do want to sit down with him, not because of what he cooking. Um, yeah, I mean, you should. You should do, you should do an interview with him uh, since you know him. And, uh, what you mean? We know him. Well, I mean, <laughs> since we know him. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, well, I kind of want to. Um, I remember, bruh, besides Designs by JK, I speak about him so much on this podcast. Besides him, um, I remember what it was coming up as a young business owner and there was nobody and it wasn't because nobody couldn't uh nobody didn't want to help me i think it was just nobody could help me you know what i'm saying um everybody i knew that had a full-time business um worked for someone or they had a full-time job right so it was like oh like my parents my parents were entrepreneurs but they had full-time jobs that's what i'm trying to get at now that has changed everybody has a business and i do believe we're getting to that thin line of yo um now you got to do so much research on everything to figure out are people good at business? Do they know what they're talking about? Right. Yeah. And so I would like to talk to him about his business, not in the culinary restaurant uh, tour type business, because I can't help him with that. But as far as marketing, as far as like not um, being mindful of where you step in when you step um, as a photographer, I did a lot it, it took it took bro it probably took me 10 years to understand that some of my actions as a photographer was hurting other photographers i've never met Damn, and it was hurting yeah. the community and it was hurting them um to say like you know and they would say some stuff to me like yo why don't you do this why don't you up your prices here why don't you get educated here and i'm like nah nah, nah good because i'm falling forward right yeah and then finally once i got older i was like damn i was lauren the price of the brick every time <laughs> I got a chance to, right? And it's like, so I would like to talk to him about that. And, you know, but I do think some of the things that is putting Bernard in, in high places is some of that ruggedness, roughness. You know, I always laugh. I'm one of the few photographers in my city who can have a podcast where I talk reckless, talk crazy, and I stay booked. Yeah. Right? But I, it took 10 years to get there. It took 15 years to do that. Um, some of the photographers, they can't do it. I know a photographer right now losing his mind. I mean, part of that because he hit on women. Can't do that. Yo, photographers, you cannot hit on the clients. Um, <laughs> What you got planned this weekend? Uh, Not too much, man. I you ain't going to well? Cold from last week. No, I actually. You sick? You trying to get me sick? Man, no, nah, we good. We good. We good. <laughs> um, No, man, I don't, I don't really have anything coming up to the new year. So first of the year, I'm probably going to try to hit. Uh, oh gosh, here we go. He leaving me. Yeah, probably want to either hit on either Toronto or Berlin, so I either keep it local. You said, or <laughs> you called you know, them local. Yo. Yeah, Toronto is local. I, I mean, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> or but um, it's a nigga in Spartanburg right now. Listen to this shit like that's local. <laughs> that's local. So I don't know. It's probably Toronto. We're a cheaper trip. I ain't going nowhere with you in the cold in January. And you know, I want to go see some snow, man. I kind of miss snow. I hate the cold, but I like snow. That's real weird. cold. No, but you know, for some reason, it feels warmer when there's snow on the ground than when it's not. I don't know why. One of these trips we gonna take, but I can't go with you because we have decided. Shout out to the swim crew. I know I made y'all. I made y'all wait an hour. Uh, we're going to Disney World. So right oh, now, y'all going? Yeah, but right now we trying to do back and forth on like, how much do you really want to spend for three year, two year olds? <laughs> That's the debate. That's the great debate. Dude, yeah, because they're not going to remember any of this. And you're going to have to go back in another four or five years. Facts. But you'll probably be taken off by then. You could take everybody. Yeah, yeah if y'all share it. If y'all share it. If y'all share it. Please send this um, whole entire podcast to the brick lady. Um, she has gone out on a limb and said she has been attacked by two black women. But them hoes couldn't fight. Her words, not mine. Um, even though she was lumped up. But um, I stand with all the brothers who reposted her video who said... We have to take her a black woman's word for what it is. She was attacked by two black women. Let's find these monsters. Um, hey, she's in a huge fight uh, right now with uh, I don't know if you follow Daphne Sutton. Daphne is like accountability, mm-hmm. call herself accountability yeah, yeah. queen. They're in a huge fight right now online. Actually, it's gonna be interesting to see how it works out because um, like I think lawsuits are starting to get filed. Oh yeah, yeah, people are filing lawsuits. I seen one person was like, "Yo, I'm creating a file to take to the police." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And her, uh, it was amazing, man. But with that, we're going to holler at y'all next time. Holler at your boy.